0: You are listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete free and Bill Lowell. We want to help demystify marketing to reduce risk, drive more and better opportunities and grow your business. Are you ready to master marketing? Hmm. Hey, it's 2024 and uh, I am your your host, Pete Monfrey. My co-host, Bill Lowell, is on vacation still. So hopefully he'll come back. Boy, the music is all over the place in my ear for some reason. Uh, but let's get right into the B2B marketing mindset, shall we? I'm Pete Monfrey, like I said. Um, he couldn't be here today, and uh, but I, we usually talk about the weather a little bit, so um, we'll continue that tradition here in 2024. So uh, I'm broadcasting from sunny Austin, Texas, and as you know, uh, he's in uh, Wisconsin, and it's freezing there. But everybody from Wisconsin and California and all over the country, they're moving to Austin because it's sunny and beautiful every day. So uh, let's take a look at what, what we've got out there today. Uh, see, here's what it looks like right now. So uh, don't believe the hype. Don't come here. We're full. Anyway, seriously, it's 2024 and, you know, two years after the illegal and immoral COVID shutdown. Uh, guess what? The market has changed. Everything's changed uh, in every market, every industry, every size company, at least the ones that survived. Uh, if you're still going to market essentially the same way you did in 2019, or for some of you, 20, uh, you know, 20, 1957, um, this year's theme, I think, is adapt or die. Uh, everything's changed, uh, and so you have to change as well. Uh, and what that means is different, I think, for every company. But I'm gonna show you five must-do marketing initiatives for 2024, but first, um, you'll find this podcast in a lot of different places, but if you're listening to it just an audio out there in podcast land, there's a lot more valuable content at b2bmarketingmindset.com, or maybe you're seeing it on LinkedIn. Uh, b2bmarketingmindset.com. That's where you want to subscribe because we include a lot of information that we don't include necessarily in the little short 30 minutes that we have here. So if you're on Apple Podcasts or you're on Amazon or you're on Spotify or whatever, uh, great, subscribe there. But go to b2bmarketingmindset.com, subscribe there too. We do a episode every week and we have some amazing guests coming. And so you don't want to miss uh, the program uh so on to the topic at hand shall we um my number one thing uh stop worrying so much about technology all right it's not really about technology marketing never has been it's about psychology if anything uh and maybe some other ologies uh but The shiny object syndrome has to stop, you know, the platform and now we can do this and we've got this technology and AI that and all this stuff. You know, in reality, if you're a mid-sized company, small to mid-sized, and you look at what you're doing from a marketing standpoint, there's a pretty good chance that you're not doing a lot of real fundamental things. Like email is actually a huge trend. Uh, Printed mail is becoming a big trend. Generally, AI, there's there's kind of a pushback against it where companies that are more authentic, there's a, almost a trend to not use AI coming. So it really isn't about technology. It's about the problems you solve and for whom. That's what buyers want to hear about is how you solve the problems that they have, right? Remember, there's a video uh, we did a, a, a year ago or so that's called uh, Nobody Cares About You. And it's just, it sounds kind of cold, but um nobody cares right they care about themselves that's what they care about this is what buyers care about themselves right their problems their issues We've got an errant uh earpiece here that's making me crazy um that's what they care about and so um that brings us to the next thing get inside your customer's new head all right so maybe you've been inside the customer's head before you've looked around and you learned some things, but maybe that was a while ago. Uh, everybody's head is in a different space post-COVID. The buying habits are different. The the behaviors are different. And and I'm talking B2B. I mean, it's 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 across all industries. B2C, B2B people buy differently now. And so your customer has a new head. Um, and so the way there's what are the problems they're they're facing today? Um, so getting inside their head. What does that mean practically? Survey them. Uh, Survey your customers. When's the last time you had a third party anonymous survey to your customers to find out how they perceive of you, uh, what their buying criteria is, what their top problems are, um, whether they'll refer you or not. Lots of things you can learn from your customers. So get inside their head and, and build your marketing all around what they care about not what necessarily you care about which could be the last slide technology maybe that's what you care about your your customer just cares about solving their problem if technology is the way to do it um that's a means to an end but they you know, businesses buy so my my great sales trainer amy harden taught me businesses buy to to solve pain to get rid of pain and and that's the only reason they'll spend money and so um how do you align with that? Are you, you know, do your customers still have the same exact problems they had pre-COVID? If you haven't asked them, I don't know, that's, it's, it's a riskier proposition. Um, along the same lines, refresh your market intelligence. So a lot of companies have gone out of business, a lot of new ones have started, a lot of new technologies, lots of things happening in the market and so when is the last time that you did an organized trip through your five top competitor websites? I'm, t- I'm talking minimal customer uh, competitive intelligence. Um, probably a long time. When's the last time you went and visited your own site? You know, when is the last time you put them side by side together on 20 different criteria and scored each one and gave them a threat uh, score? Oh, wait, that's what we do. Uh, that's how we do competitive analysis. But Uh, You can just look around and and get a a refresh your state of market intelligence. If you want to do it right, we're happy to help with that, or any qualified uh, marketing person can help you do a competitive analysis of the type that you need. Because remember, there's different kinds, right? If you're developing a product, you're going to be looking a lot more at features and pricing and tiers and all kinds of product-related marketing, where if you're, If you're doing demand generation or something like that you're going to be looking at message and you're going to be looking at how they go to market and and where they're not going to market very well you know where the the places where they're weak that you could exploit and do better than them these you're going to look at different things depending on the type of uh intelligence that you're doing but uh, if you haven't done it for a while it's just a very good time to do that if you don't know where to begin on that uh get a hold of myself or bill lowell or co-host who couldn't make it today uh, from business development directives they do a lot of research um, and so they can certainly help you get inside your customer's head and figure out what your competition is doing um, Reevaluate your strategy if you haven't already it's you know it's i feel like it's almost late to say this at this point um, this is where pivoting comes in to, to effect where people are changing the way that they're adapting to the marketplace. That's a lot of times requires a pivot. And I think this may apply to you if you're still, if you, if you feel like you've beaten your head against a wall, um, a lot, you're still basically going to market the same way that you, that you did four, five, six, 10, 15, 20 years ago. If you're still, you know, if it's still fundamentally the same and it's not working, I mean, if it's fundamentally the same and it's working, then great, don't do anything. Uh, but if it isn't working, you got to step back. You got to find that discipline to stop, step back and ask all the same questions that you're probably asking all the time. Uh, but get teams together and ask all those questions in a compressed period of time and make decisions and then map those decisions out for a year. Write it down, all right? So, this is the thing you can, everybody can have a plan, or you can have a team that has 15 different plans. Right. And that's all trying to run at once, creating all kinds of dissonance and friction and uh, or you can and, you know, and it's also spread out over time. Right. Because you have these meetings and it gets spread out and everything takes forever and people aren't available and it gets this to be this big nebulous thing. Um, reevaluate how you go to market your marketing strategy and then write it down, you know, pull maybe they're out of those 15 different. Uh, heads there's ten really good ideas but pull all that information out and Do that in a compressed period of time if you're curious about that, let me know this is kind of what we do uh, To create the marketing plan You may have a strategy, but if it's not a plan yet uh, And Alex Nesbitt is going to come on the program and we're going to talk about the difference between strategies and plans Uh, so you might have the strategy in your head but until it's in some kind of format that a team can deal with, it's not a plan, uh, and it's so it's impossible to execute without a plan of some kind. I don't know why this is such a common frustration with companies. It's like they're doing all these different marketing-related things, all tactics, but they're frustrated that it's not—they're not really working, or they can't tell, or they're not sure. They're not, not sure what to do. Um, you know because they think it's broken but they just can't don't know the nature of it well enough to say what about our seo or what about our advertising now that it's become so complicated right or if you're a type of company that does programmatic advertising it you know it it starts to get very complex but and so you know it also develops a type of inertia where it stays the same for a long time um, and so it's really backing up. Uh, don't stop what you're doing. This is a common misperception. If you decide to reevaluate your strategy, you do a stop everything you're doing. You know you don't. You you have to do these at the same time, where you're asking all the questions. Uh, maybe since that you asked from the start of the company, but certainly the ones that you're mired in all the time that you organize that do it in a couple of sessions and lay that plan out, make those decisions for the year, map that out, assign responsibilities, and then execute. Uh, So a lot of companies have a hard time executing. I hear that a lot. And it's really because they might have a strategy, but they don't have the plan yet. So reevaluate your strategy and, uh, and get it down in writing, have a plan. bring in expertise if you don't have it bring in specialized marketing expertise uh, as needed this is the cool thing about the uh, the virtual marketplace of ideas now Uh, virtually any kind of uh, specialized expertise is available out there uh, that you can bring in on an on-demand basis and i'm not talking just about subject matter experts i'm talking about people like facilitators uh, you know, this used to be the the reign of sort of big companies, but the use of skilled facilitators. And I would consider myself a facilitator. We definitely we work with a lot of teams, and we 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 facilitate the the conversation and the direction of things. Uh, we don't necessarily come and say, "Hey, we know here's how you should do business," or here's the answer, uh, that sort of thing. It's more like we facilitate a process. We know the questions to ask uh, and we know what other companies have done and what their answers have been. And so we facilitate that team conversation around those specifics. And so a lot of companies don't know that there's a a role or people that do that, that that you could bring in a facilitator. Let's say you're gonna do a marketing plan it's great to have a facilitator there, you get the subjective third party look, uh, you know, you get somebody who's not sort of indoctrinated and inoculated with the culture and the belief systems and everything that goes on with, you know, the com- the, the bias of, the, of of your own company looking at, you know, the, the, what's the, the expression, uh, the forest for the trees, you know, or um, I had somebody uh, tell me about the frog in the well, and I don't know how well this is known. This maybe is obscure, or maybe everybody's like, ah, I heard it a million times. Uh, but it's this. Somebody told me this uh, many years ago, um, and of course I was like, the frog? and you don't? Are we talking about frogs now? Um, but they said, have you heard of the frog in the well? And I said no, and they said, well, it's the frog in the well sees only the well. Now I don't know if this was Confucius or or somebody else, but that's how it was phrased. The frog in the well knows only the well, but the frog that sits on top of the well, uh, I'd imagine on that little brick thing that goes around the well, he sees the whole world, okay? And, and what that's getting at is the perspective of outsiders uh, and how they can see the problems of your business very, very fast. You know and, and we have this trouble at clarity marketing support a lot it's, it's hard to see ourselves like we're so close to it you know we've we've often brought in marketing uh experts people smarter than us uh to help us with our work um and we've worked with facilitators we've done research we're just actually launching a research initiative about our own company uh pretty soon so maybe some of you will see that um and so uh it's, it's a very common thing to do, and there's just so much expertise available out there. I mean, it's, it's just incredible, um, and the marketplace for that and ideas. Um, and so these, these things, uh, get inside the customer's head, refresh your market intelligence, um, reevaluate your strategy, bring in specialized marketing expertise as needed, um, you know, these are the things that uh, there's a lot more high tech things you can do, there's a lot more complicated things you can do. Um, but these, these are some of the basic blocking and tackling of marketing. Now, if you already got this covered, then maybe this podcast is not that relevant to you. But I find for most companies, even companies that are fairly good size, we're talking 20, 30 million in revenue. Um, if you really look closely, at their people that processes the information they're working from uh you find that that's not as together as they think it is um one place this comes up a lot is in how they measure or attribute they are attribute their uh the results from their marketing so what what piece of marketing is working what is marketing doing you know how do we attribute uh you know what brought in what business there's there's all this controversy over this and um, you can look more of that up or find more of it at marketingmindset.com b2bmarketingmindset.com um, As we talk about that a lot um, and you can you can get lost in all of that stuff uh, or you can get back to the foundation and the fundamentals that you're actually probably not doing that well or you know we'll ask people um about measurement or about KPIs uh, and a lot of times they can give a kind of a convincing answer but when you come in as a consultant or a facilitator and you really kind of look at at how things are being tracked or how things are being done um, you find out they really don't have a very good idea of of what's working and what's not and how it works together and you know it's hard to admit sometimes um, but there are people out there that just do this every day for a living and they can very quickly pull together a lot of things that seem very elusive to you now because they have if they're good they've got a framework that they might use with your team and facilitate them and work towards the answers and get those the collaboration and the uh the consensus going so that you can make decisions and then execute on that so if you're If you're here, let's uh, so we run our final thoughts. Final thoughts, final thoughts. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that you could do in 2024. Um, if you're not getting your team together and working through an organized process to make marketing decisions and reevaluate what you're doing, what you've been doing, what you're trying to do. Is it aligned with your revenue goals? Is your marketing actually working for you? If you haven't gone through some kind of formalized process, you know, you're probably missing a lot of value there. Um, If you haven't updated your uh, view of the marketplace since COVID, you're probably not seeing it clearly. there may be things that you need to adjust in your strategy, uh, and you need to ask those questions again. Um, and it's it's never been more doable, but if you're, if you're already doing all those things, then you can certainly graduate on to very complicated marketing things. But if you're not even doing those basic things, you're not able to say, hey, here's how many phone calls we got, or here's how many... Uh, impressions or whatever it is that you're trying to measure I don't I don't like measuring impressions but whatever your uh, metric of the day is um, if, if you don't have a clean answer to that in a, in a clear way to track that stuff that that makes sense I'll give you an example we were just looking at some email stats and these stats they, they didn't make sense they, these are not numbers that you would see normally um, I think that one was a, a 58% open rate and a uh, 49% click-through rate on a 15,000 cent. Um, rare. Uh, you know, it's just the numbers don't, don't make sense. And so when you start to look closely and you kind of know what you're looking at, you can spot these patterns and these issues, and then you can fix those. And so I think as 2024 is coming... I'm thinking about things like really getting back to basics and not assuming that we have all the answers and having an open mind towards, you know, how do we adapt to the, uh, you know, to the post, I guess we'll call it the uh, post-COVID economy and the way that people want to buy, you know, now it's different. Um, And I think you have to meet them where they buy. Uh, And we'll have a lot more on this uh, in future episodes of the B2B Marketing Mindset. We do it every Thursday on LinkedIn without fail. And next week, my co-host, Bill Lowell, will be joining me. I should have looked and seen if there was a guest. Uh, We'll announce that if there is. And there are links in the comments, as always. Uh, And you can find us out there on the Internet. We will see you next Thursday. I hope that these five ideas... Uh, help you improve your marketing, uh, make better decisions, and get a lot more for less. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. Add to the conversation by commenting, sharing, and liking. And don't forget to subscribe and check out the links in the comments. Learn more at b2bmarketingmindset.com.